passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey, y'all. It's your man, Lloyd Spence. And guess what? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Y'all, the Masters is here. And Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Y'all, the Masters is my favorite tournament. You got to go over there and see the betting lines for all of the golfers. And Jordan Spieth just won yesterday, so I might be dropping the dime on it. All I'm saying is head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Tell them the noise makers sent you. Man, I'm so tired of this. This is Lloyd, your boy, Mr. Noise, and I can't find my sunglasses. You know what it is? It's probably because I don't like my sunglasses. And it's time to make my outdoor experience better with Canaan. Because Canaan sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter, stronger. And, man, I love the Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use the exclusive code KananCast15. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-15 at Kanan.com to receive my 15% off discount on my first pair. And you can do the same thing. Just go to Kanan.com and use the code K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-15 at Kanan.com and get a 15% off on your first pair. That's Kanan Cash 15. Kanan. Man, it's clearly better. Tell them the noisemaker sent you. Hey everybody, it's your boy Lloyd Spence and I have decided something. I'm going to dominate 2021. As soon as 2020 ended, I took a good look in the rearview mirror and said, man, f*** you. <laughs> 2021 for me is all about self-care and self-love, which means I'm focusing on being happy and feeling relaxed. Mental clarity is the first step to my better life, which is why I've been taking down Sunday scary CBD gummy bears like candy. When my mind starts racing or I need to decompress, I simply pop two gummies and in 20 minutes, I'm in max relax mode. Listen, I had the opportunity to take these and I am thrilled. They are really the perfect thing to just kind of take and pop in at the end of your day and kind of settle you down and get you right where you need to be. And there's no risk to buy. The company offers a 100% lifetime money back guarantee. And if the product's not for you, that's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries is in the stress relieving business, not the stress causing business. So I got you a 25% off to prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your discount. That's 
promo code believe b-l-e-a-v for 25 percent off at sundayscaries.com they're amazing and you won't regret joining their squad Popcorn Enjoy talking noise. 
everybody uh glad to see everybody um man it's wednesday or as the old commercial used to say guess what day it is guess what day it is hump day yeah (laughs) hump day that's still my I think that's still my favorite all-time commercial. My all-time? Mike, 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 Mike. Guess what day it is? Hump day. Your all-time favorite? I mean. I think so. I think that's my all-time favorite commercial with that camel, man. That was funny, man. That dude walking through that. Guess what day it is? Mike, 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 Mike. (laughs) It's funny, man. I don't know. I like that commercial. Um, good to see you, Mama Noise. Good to see you all, noise makers. Love each and every one of you. Pulling up slowly but surely. Y'all coming in slow today. Is it the weather? Well, they're talking about it might be rain here, so. Maybe it's the weather. You know, the weather. Dragging this morning. The weather is very influential. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got a show today that's, I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, I never want to tear another black man down. That's not my goal. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless that black man is just egregiously wrong. And I'm looking at you, Daniel Cameron. Um, I, I really want to, my goal is always on this show to uplift, to encourage, to bring, uh, enlightenment and strength and, and, uh, partnership. Mm-hmm. Uh, to black people and for black people. I mean, I believe in my peoples. I believe in my peoples and I rock with people who rock with my people. You know what I'm saying? I believe in that. Okay. Um, but today we got to have a conversation that's okay. going to be wildly uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. you know I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to hold you up. It's going to be wildly uncomfortable because accusations have been made. And those accusations have led to circumstances, and that equals usually a conundrum. Mm. And we got a few people out here in these streets right now that are in conundrums. Yeah. I mean, real conundrums. One in particular, as we launch off into today's show, um, I've been trying to wrap my head around... um, the whole thing, and I don't even know if I have a grasp on it yet. Uh, we got to talk about this Deshaun Watson thing a little deeper. Okay. Um. So this Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. thing started as a small thing and then grew into a big thing. Mm-hmm. And it has grown into a massive thing. And now it's grown into a ridiculously confusing thing. 
And like I said, it's a conundrum. Some of y'all say, well, what is a conundrum? A conundrum is by definition a very difficult question and circumstance to reconcile. Yeah, and he is absolutely in a conundrum, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want there to be any confusion about that whatsoever. Deshaun Watson is in the clinical and 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 uh, very definite definition of a conundrum. I wanted yesterday two of the ladies uh, that are a part of now twenty two women who are suing Deshaun Watson uh, gave a press conference. Mm. Although one of the only one of the two ladies were there, the other lady had her lawyer representative there, but uh, we won't mention her at all. But one of the ladies was actually there. Her name was Ashley uh, Solis, mm-hmm. and she gave testimony. Although, albeit written, she gave testimony on her thoughts on what all this was. Now, we're gonna try something today. Cause I didn't want to get flagged. You guys are telling me, Mr. Noise, you're getting flagged. We, we, want, we don't want to get flagged and not miss, miss the show. Okay. So I tried something different. I said, well, maybe if we don't show an actual video connected to an actual people, we won't get flagged. Oh, maybe just the audio will be okay. Mm-hmm. So here is the audio version of the press conference. I want you guys to hear it, and then we'll talk about it, all right? This is Ashley Solis yesterday giving her testimony of what took place with Deshaun Watson. Okay. Not sure why it's not playing. Let's try it. Looks like we've got some technical difficulties. We don't need to hear the audio. Oh, we need to hear it. We need to hear it. I think. Let mm-hmm. me find out. Mama Noise, what are your thoughts on Deshaun Watson as I check the technical difficulties? Go ahead. You know, I will tell you that when I um, heard it this morning, um, uh, some of it this morning, um, my mind immediately went to the uh, $1.1 billion lawsuit against um, USC uh, for the gynecologist on campus there. Uh, and the reason why I went to that specifically is because uh, there were over 800 young ladies that had complained about this gynecologist and nobody said nothing. And I'm thinking, okay, if on a campus like USC has 800 plus young ladies that make complaints about this man, of which to this day still has said that he's innocent. If he has 800 women that have said, uh, uh, made complaints about this guy's inappropriate behavior, then the first thing that comes to my mind is, if in fact 
Deshaun Watson is uh, guilty of these charges is the text the the uh, Houston Texans guilty of enabling Deshaun Watson because they if he's got twenty women that came forward saying me too then why wasn't their uh, concerns addressed and why wasn't it taken care of immediately? Why, why are we waiting till the man wants to transfer out to another team to all of a sudden have this heavy influx of women coming in saying me too, when the guy's trying to leave. And then on the other hand, is he trying to leave because he, you know, he wants to go somewhere else because, you know, he is this type of predator. So I, my mind is, is all over the place in regard to this, because I'm saying on one hand, have the Houston Texans enabled him? Is he some type of predator? Why did they not? Why did they not address the, these women's concerns before now when he wants to be traded? And uh, is 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 it just because he's a powerful football player and he's paying them lots of money? Is why twenty women didn't say anything? Uh, uh, they didn't quit or didn't you know uh, 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 file some type of charges? I can't hear you, Spence. Yeah, it's, it's uh, this is quite a situation. Uh, let me ask you a question again. I'm efforting to, to, to fix whatever went wrong okay. here just a minute ago. Uh, this is quite a situation. Mm. Uh, let me ask you a question. Because you, I think you heard some of the testimony this morning. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like... Well, there's so much to unpack here. I, I just... Do you you mentioned what made you mention the the um, the the gynecologist part? Like, how's that? Com how are you comparing that? Well, the reason why I compared it is because if you have eight hundred plus women that have made complaints that went unrecognized, they they didn't acknowledge these complaints all this time. Hundreds of women saying inappropriate behavior. This guy's inappropriate. Y'all need to do something about it. And it still continued to go un, um, undealt with. It, it, still, it still continued to go on where nobody felt that it was an issue. And it had to get 800 plus for all of a sudden a class action suit that had to be filed. Now, granted, a lot of women do not like to come forward and make a fuss about something, even though they're in their, within their rights in doing so. Because it's like, as a woman, you're saying, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to be the one to say nothing to cause problems for other people. And I don't want to get fired. So, uh, you know, I don't know how much a masseuse makes that does it for the NFL. But one would say um, they probably get paid enough where you're saying, wait a minute. But then when I start to think about that, I also think about, um, wasn't it uh, Antonio Brown? that had the same type of situation with his masseuse. So I don't know if, and I, you know, Mama Noise, I'm just gonna tell you exactly how I feel. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, my mind goes to, see, we have this culture where we have here, I mean, we, we have the land of the free, the home of the brave, but at the same time, we got all these little massage parlors all around. We got some around here in our city, massage parlors, 
with dark windows that just have lotus flower or just have a, a, a happy something. And then to me, I don't believe it's more than, I don't believe it's just massaging going on in there. I'm just saying, I don't believe that. So I, I, I wonder if, uh, and matter of fact, you remember when Robert Kraft got caught in the massage parlor uh, uh, with his little happy ending and all that stuff. You know, I don't like him no way. But I'm saying that there, there, it seems to be like a culture here in the in the uh, 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 NFL where it becomes, you know, when it comes to these masseuse. Are these guys expecting just massages or have they been given a little extra? Or, or you know, I'm just, I'm just, uh, and are they used to that? Unk Noise just pulled up. I got, I think we got the video working. Before Unk, before you comment, before I comment, and Mama Noise, you laid out a lot to unpack there. So let's let's listen. This is Ashley Silas. I think we got it working now. Talking about, well, telling you things from her perspective. Here we go. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Ashley Solis. Remember that name? I hope every woman or man out there who is a survivor hears my story. And I hope my story gives them courage to speak out. It has taken me a long time to get to this point, to come out publicly and speak my truth. I know a lot of you are probably wondering who I was or if I even existed. I was afraid. I'm not afraid anymore. I do exist. I'm here to take back, uh, take back the power and take back control. I am a survivor of assault and harassment. Deshaun Watson is my assaulter and my harasser. Deshaun Watson assaulted and harassed me on March 30th, 2020, in my own home, doing what I love most, massage therapy. I am a licensed massage therapist. Now that the, that profession that I love so much has been forever tainted. I'm deeply saddened, but not surprised to see so much victim blaming in the press and by online commenters. And they have absolutely no idea what I'm going through or what happened to me. No idea. This incident has impacted me in many ways, and those ways are hard to describe. I feel a range of emotions, guilt, embarrassment, shame, Courage, anger, sadness, and numbness. Some days I feel like a hero. Other days I feel like a failure. I replay the incident over and over in my head as if I'm trying to wake up from some horrible nightmare. Only that nightmare is real. I blame myself at times, which is insane. Society has groomed women to believe that it's their fault when they're harassed or assaulted, as if somehow we asked for it. Or is it somehow we could have prevented it? I can no longer practice the profession that I love the most without shaking during the session. My hands shake whenever I place them on a coin and I've had to cut the session short. If you only knew how heartbreaking that is to me. I got into massage therapy to heal people. To heal their minds and bodies. To bring peace to their souls. Deshaun Watson has robbed me of that. He took that away from me. He tainted a profession in which I take enormous pride. Flashes of Watson's face 
rushed to me in the moment. I think of his penis touching me, which sends me into a tailspin. I suffer from panic attacks, anxiety, and depression. I'm in counseling as a result of Sean Watson's actions. I hope he knows how much pain has inflicted on me emotionally and physically. And I hope he knows how much pain he's inflicted on these other survivors. My father, who was once a diehard Texans fan, can no longer mention his name without turning red, seething with disappointment. I think that that's the most heartbreaking aspect of it all. We were all deceived into thinking Deshaun Watson was a good guy. And unfortunately, we know that good guys can do terrible things. This incident is a part of me, but it's not all of me. I would not let Deshaun Watson define who I am. I would not let him win. He needs to be held accountable for his actions. I would not let him take my power away. I am stronger now, and I know who I am. People say that I'm doing this just for money. That is false. I come forward now so that Deshaun Watson does not assault another woman. And I come forward now in the hopes that no other human being will assault another in the future. I want to prevent this type of conduct. I come forward now to bring change in our society. I am seeking justice not just on behalf of myself, but for all survivors. I stand with you all. This is about having my voice heard. This is about having other survivors' voices heard. And that, my name is Ashley Solis, and I am a survivor. Um. Did you say she read that off a piece of paper? She did. Okay, because it, it sounded... I, which I don't have a problem with. I'll be honest with you. I don't have a problem with. Because if you're doing something of this magnitude and you're not a public speaker, you want to make sure that what you're trying to convey is said the way that you want to say it. So I, I don't have an issue with that. I, I could easily make an issue of that and say, oh, why are you reading off a paper? Why you can't say it from your heart? No, but I'm saying it. it, saying it some people can't say it from their heart. Some people are not mama noise. Now, I'm not, I don't want to get in the weeds on that because there's 15 other things we can deal with with this story. I'm just telling you the truth. There's 15 other things that we'll be able to talk about other than whether she should have spoke from a paper or not. So, um... I'm not saying I don't have a problem with the paper per se. Okay. My problem is is that it sounded like every person as okay. Okay. No, uh, don't just make your comment. We'll get to that in a minute. Every it sounded like every thing I've ever any any person I've ever heard um give this type of speech. There are parts of it that are now. Listen, it sounds okay. It sounded like textbook. It sounded like if somebody read in a book, tell me what a situation like you know whatever whatever. It was like verbatim, all the big words, all the I wanted for every other woman, every other man, every person. It it just it sounded textbook. That's all. That's fair. That that's a that's a fair assessment. I don't I don't think that's. Would you agree with that? Unc? I think that's a fair assessment to say that. 
that it was some, that, it that, it, that, it, that it sounded crafted and well written and you know well, you know, the language that you're supposed to use in these types of situations. Yeah, it was it was it was well extremely well written. It was matter of fact it was written like a like a lawyer would want it to be written. Yeah, so I don't have an issue. With, I don't have an issue with that. Yeah, it was completely. You know, let's not fool ourselves. The, the The point of this is to destroy Deshaun Watson in every way possible. But whether it comes from a piece of paper or comes from a from a somebody off off of the cuff, it ain't gonna matter. They they achieved what they wanted out of this letter and this statement. Okay, explain that. Well, I mean, you know, you, you you they're not worried about how it sounds. They're not. They don't care about. Whether it sounds contrived or not, you know, I, I'm always intrigued when when somebody does something and they mention a person's name more than twice. They went out of the way to make sure his Deshaun Watson was mentioned. I don't know, 10, 20, 30, a hundred times during this brief little thing. I'm like, it was like first and last name. Let's program this in such a way. That the only thing you can walk away from is Deshaun Watson is a bad person, rapist, whatever. That's that's the way. It, you know, I've I've been in a few situations like these. I've never heard the the perpetrator's name mentioned like that. I mean, not that many. Nowhere. We listen. We're watching what's his name, Siobhan, the court case in real time. Yeah. And they don't say his name hardly ever. And this guy murdered somebody. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always. First of all, I don't want to be the guy that says I don't believe you. I think you're lying. Da 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 da. But I've been privy to too many situations where people can cry on cue, and as long as you prepare their statement the right way, they can sell it. So, that's where I am. So I will I will tell you guys what my thoughts are. Um, I I hope Deshaun realizes that there can't be twenty one other testimonies like this. Because if there are, he, well, it, and he's already got a real problem, but it's more now than just fighting for your credibility. I think at this point you are fighting uh really truly for your life. And and can I, can I, hold on, here's here's where it gets tricky for me. There's a couple of things that you hear, because I, I didn't just hear the testimony like you guys did. I actually saw her as well. And is she does she have an ability to cry on cue? I don't know, maybe she she did a great job of crying. I actually had to go through. I did edit it, but I didn't edit what she said. I edited a, a, a series of long pauses. There were a lot of long pauses and snips and that kind of thing. And it extended. You know, we have a time limit of what we can put in in clips on our in our software. So I I had to edit out the long pauses in the clips. So. Uh, if anybody's wondering what uh, did I edit it a little bit? Yes, I did, but not what she said. I only edited the long pauses of of empty space and some of the sniffs that she was doing when she was crying. So, having said all that, 
Um, and I just said that in in the in the in the in the the the, the you know for full transparency. Okay, so having said that, I I his whole situation gets me down a whole a couple of different paths. I'm I, I'm I'm because I, I really had some time to think about this this morning and really kind of you know put it on an investigative hat. And I understand what Lillian is saying. I understand what Anthony's saying about the court case has already started. I agree. Uh, Lillian doesn't think she's believable. Noisemakers, many of you may not think she's believable. I don't know if it matters. That's that's the point. Well, hold on, let me let me finish. A, I got to build this case because I and because when I finish building this case, you're gonna have a lot to say. So when I get done, I promise you. Oh, I got a lot right yeah, now. Right. So. Here's here's the problem. Number one, if there are 21 other testimonies that are similar to this, the logical person is going to say this. Why? Why do you have 22 different massage therapists? Like, why do you need that? Like, who does that? And by the way, it's actually not 22. It's actually 40. Because when you start to really do the math and realize what has come forth, 40 women have come out to speak on Deshaun Watson. 18 of them said he did nothing to me. But the other 22 said he did. But the bottom line is, that's 40 different women that all claim to be massage therapists. So going back to Mama Noise's point, um, is there a culture out here where you just rolling in a different massage therapist, getting your, your your jollies off or whatever? Is there does Deshaun have a real problem that we're all ignoring because we want to celebrate him as a good guy? So I don't know if I'm if I'm being honest here. When you start to really start to unpack the, some of the elements of this case or what this is. I don't know if I'm dealing with Deshaun Watson, Bill Cosby, or R. Kelly. And that's what that's what gives me pause. Because it's the same thing we said about R. Kelly. One person, you're like, oh, man, R. Kelly just did that with Aaliyah. But then it's, 50, it's 25 other women. So after a while, you go, okay, this dude got a problem. Even with Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby was one, it was five, it was seven, it was 14, it was 49. It was, and a lot of them were, were proven to be not true. But some of them may have been true. And so you just go, okay, what is this? So uh, I know you shake your head, up, but the bottom line is we got we, we to gotta look at this all the way around. It's easy to say it's an accusation only. And I want to give Deshaun Watson the benefit of the doubt, too, because I like Deshaun Watson as a football player. I don't know Deshaun Watson as a man. And I don't want to confuse the two. Because I like the football player doesn't mean I have to like the man. And so I don't know what this is. I really don't. That's why I titled my name today. I don't know what this is. So I'll let y'all out. Brother Al just showed up. Um, got a lot to say, I'm sure. Y'all have at it. 
I'll say um, I'll say this. Uh, it's unfortunate that uh, crimes of this magnitude or of this uh, this type. Uh, it's unfortunate that in uh, America that you know it's guilty upon accusation. Yep. The fact that he's been accused, he's now guilty of something. Is is, is how it's going to be here, right? And right. that's unfortunate. Yeah. Now. You know, I ask questions why too. When when this first started developing, you know, why does a professional NFL player, especially of his magnitude, uh, why is he utilizing services outside of what's provided by the NFL? They are staffed with some of the 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 highest qualified uh, kinesthesiologists and the highest qualified physical therapists that there can be. So I don't understand, you know, why you would utilize personal whatever. And then I asked the question, why so many? Well, in your explanation, you've explained that to me, because if, in fact, these charges are true, of course, he's going to need a, a, a new uh, 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 massage therapist after he's, you know, engaged in these type of uh, uh activities you know with the previous one if yeah. they are in fact true so there's a lot of whys and by the way here's the other part and uh, you're gonna appreciate this because I, like i said I, i'm trying to unpack all of it if he is indeed guilty of this he is not alone there are a lot of people you can't do what you're listen one of the things that we said at the end of the R. Kelly thing is that R. Kelly was not the only person that should be in jail. It should be R. Kelly. It should be everybody that worked for him, everybody that knew about it, and everybody that empowered him and helped him do it. You can't have 22 women come from all across the country accusing this man of this thing, and, and Deshaun is the only one. Do you think Deshaun Watson is booking 22 different or 40 different? No. He's got an assistant. He's got people that help him. He's got managers. He's got all types of people around him. And, by the way, maybe even as far up as the Houston Texans themselves. I told you, there's a lot to unpack here. It's, not, it's just not as simple as we would like it to be. I mean, I, 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 real quick, and, and then I'll move out of the way. I've, I've been in the presence of massage therapists, and, and I've seen tons of movies, and, and they laid the groundwork. You know, if he shows up with no draws on, hey, it ain't that type of massage. I don't know what you're expecting, but it ain't that type of massage. So she was saying he put his his private parts on her. How did that go down? Did you not lay out the groundwork? Hey, it ain't that type of party. So I, I don't know. There's a lot of why. A lot of wise. Well, that's, that's why I was saying what I said about, is there a culture that we're, we're not even tapping into because it, like I said about funky old Robert Kraft, when he was caught in the massage parlor really like him, with with the people, then everybody, you know, it, it folks was going to jail and the whole nine. Of course, he was cleared and released, of course. But I'm saying all the other people got fines and, and everything else because of whatever the mindset is that pops off in 
the massage uh, place. And I said, I said it, I, and I don't know if it's prophetic or what, but every time I'm riding down the street, I notice in all these different storefronts, there are storefronts that have dark black windows that have some type of foot massage or lotus this or lotus that or, or some type of orchid flower, whatever any of those things are. The, it, it it's it seems like to me it's more going on than the massage. So if that be the case, so I'm thinking in the NFL, you said yourself, Al, that they got all the top of the line people. But if there's a culture of yeah, you're getting a massage, but you getting you know you getting topped off as well, then th there's so much more going on here. I agree that like Lloyd said, somebody made the appointment. Somebody knows these women are coming in and out. Somebody may be sending the women in and out. Uh, or like Lillian said, there may be a client list of people coming in and out. But I'm saying it seems too, un it seems even unfathomable fathomable to believe 40 women just came in and out and then uh, he did, he didn't. He did, he didn't. And I mean, why, why, when he gets ready to trade, trying to get out of Houston, all of a sudden the windfall of 40 women fall out of the sky? Where she said that happened in March 2020. What happened in March 2020? It was so unbelievable. Why didn't you report him then? Why didn't you say nothing then? Now that there's a lawsuit because he's trying to get out of Houston, now I need to tell you what happened a year ago. I, all those things are true. Go ahead, Uncle. You know what, man? I'm not. I'm not even gonna go. Uh, I'm just gonna give you unk logic. Okay, that's all I'm gonna give you. Unk logic. Unk logic. Okay. Unk logic. Okay. Unk logic. First of all, to your to your point, if there are 21 other cases, to me that proves my point. This is complicity. Compl they are com complicit in this witch hunt. That's the first thing. Okay. Secondly, you uh, you answered another question that you already knew the answer to. And that says, yes, there is a culture in the NFL, in the NBA, in the rap game, in the entertainment industry, period, of massage people who provide services <laughs> for a certain amount of money and you, you go in one way and you come out happy. So yes, that, that, that is, that there's no, is he the only one? No, no, no. This is, this is a culture. All of them do it. All of them. I got friends who play in the NFL. I got, I got cats who play right now in the NFL. And I'll tell you how in a heartbeat, man, I'm going to get a massage. And you're like, well, you know, if, if I were to say to him, man, you know, you already at the facility. All you got to do is leave the thing and go get you. No, no, I'm going to get a massage. So, yes, there's a culture. But Deshaun will never be the only one. But also, a couple of these cases way predate 2020. Yes, they do. A couple of these days, days go way back, four or five years ago. And I'm always intrigued. I'm always intrigued is how you are so destroyed 
five, four, three, two. A year later, you're so destroyed over something that happened earlier that now you can't even function. I'm always intrigued with that because I watch the same people who can't function. If this case weren't going on, they'd be in business right now. So I, I don't know what Deshaun did. I do know this. I'm sure he played the game the way it was set up for him to play. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Based on the rules that were there. And then when it was time for him to bounce, you got to remember. Uh, uh, Keep talking, on because I want to show you everybody something. You got to remember, Houston switched uh, owners and gears and leadership, what, a year or so ago? Mm-hmm. And that's when it all hit the fan. And I'll just now, Deshaun wasn't the only one that got out of there or wanted to get out. J.J. Watt wanted to get out. And then uh, before that, it was uh, was a Dre. Uh, it was Hopkins. Yeah. Hopkins. So that, that was a really bad, horrible culture after a while. And he just wanted to get out. And so there, there's, there's this idea that, at least, at least in, in my mind, that, or no, not in my mind, and, and I, I just see what I see. Well, well I, the reason why I, 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 I shared the screen and showed, I'm showing this video to everyone. Uh-huh. This is Ashley's Instagram page, uh-huh. and this massage that she's giving this young lady. Is March 9th of this year. Okay. So, so, but you can't touch nobody without crying, without shaking. Without, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You got to leave. You got to, I, I don't love my business anymore. It's ruined for me. And that's why, I, and by the way, I went through a whole Instagram page because I wanted to see. Just see that, that, like. Hold on one second, I wanted to see what it looked like. Because I said, well, let me see what kind of person he is. And ironically, her personal Instagram page only has her massaging people and things of peace and scriptures and nothing. Hanging out with, you know, it's got a picture of her grandmother, but no pics, no personal. We going to kick it party. Just a beautiful, you know, hardworking. Yeah, she don't hang. She ain't got no friends. She hang out with. She ain't got no club. She go to. She don't. She's her whole Instagram page is just these. Must uh, oh, and her kickboxing. Like, apparently, she does kickboxing or MMA or whatever. My point is this: we don't know what this is. It it could be Deshaun has a problem. It could also be this is one of the greatest setups of all time. It could absolutely be that. So you're 1,000%. That's what one of the things you said on this show months ago that I thought was a brilliant statement, and I keep using it over and over again because I think it's brilliant. Both things can be true. Yeah, This dude could have a problem because he can't stay out of these massage therapy things because they keep topping him off because the 18 other women didn't have a problem topping him off. You see what I'm saying? All yeah. of that could be true. And, and the Texans could absolutely be setting him up. But, but, they can absolutely be trying to ruin this man's career. Because guess what he just did when he when he said he wanted to be traded out? He cost him a billion dollars at the mention of wanting to be traded. 
You don't think you don't think it's be repercussions for costing somebody $1 and the new and the, the new the new power structure hates him anyway. That, but, and that's why I wanted to lay this show out the way that we did. Because I wanted everybody to look at everything. Because I'm not saying these women are liars. Yeah. I'm saying none of us know what this is. And to Al's point, to say that he's guilty is as egregious as not giving him the opportunity to be seen as innocent. But, but see, here's here's the thing. The other thing I want to do is this. I want to because I'm because I'm this this stuff always intrigues me to this degree. I had surgery in 2004, and I had it for a lot, a lot of different surgeries. Well, when it ended, they put this. It's called a mesh. It's a surgical mesh. They put it inside you. You know, basically, what it means is you can never really do anything super strenuous. You can never get a six pack again and all this stuff because the, the mesh is what's holding you together. Right. Well, I had some issues with the mesh and I went back and they repaired it. I haven't had any issues since, but every now and then I have a little bit of pain. But for the last six months to a year, I've been getting these letters. Mr. Anderson, we know that you had surgery and you had surgical mesh implanted. There's a there's a uh, lawsuit and you could you could gain mm -hmm. of dollars for suffering. Mm. Now let me tell you something, Lloyd, Al, Queen. I'm gonna be clear. I'm gonna be crystal clear with you and honest with you right in this moment. Mm. Back when I got sick with COVID, and I thought, man, you know what? I may mess around and not come out of this. And I hadn't been working because 2020 got shut down for me. I was booked solid. Then all of a sudden, nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. No income. No money. And you know, there was a time when I said, you know, these guys kept calling me, kept calling me, kept calling me, Mr. Anderson. I had an attorney find me, find where I live, showed up at my door. Mr. Anderson, we know that you had this surgery, had my history. It ain't that hard to get. You go online, go to the hospital, get it. Had my history. We know you had this. We know you had another surgery. You're a mm. prime candidate. All we want to do is see you win. Mm. I'm standing in the door saying, but I ain't got no problems. I ain't hurting. Mm. I don't want to do this because I ain't hurting. But back in November, the thought entered my head. Mm. I can get paid off of this loss. You're not physically hurting. Come on, no. sir. But the heart, but these women, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Tough financial times will make you do strange things. Right, right. And that's exactly what I'm saying. I was tempted to join. Listen, listen I'm, again, I'm being honest. I'm being forthcoming, forth, mm -hmm. forthright with you, forthcoming with you. I had signed, I had signed the papers, went through all the tests and everything. And didn't the other thing is this, unlike these witnesses, you don't have to give your name in these type of lawsuits. So I would have literally, nobody would have known who you are who I was, and I could have gotten potentially millions. Yeah. But I couldn't do it. I couldn't make myself. With a clear conscience. With a clear conscience, take that money. Even though, yes, I did have the surgeries. I did mm -hmm. have the uh, the uh, the other surgeries afterwards. I do have the mesh. I do every now and then have a twinge. But it ain't enough for me to go sue somebody. So to me, I understand... <sighs> The Lord, yeah. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, the Lord. Absolutely. Listen, 
I'll even I won't make mine. Well, hold on, because Al had something he was gonna say. Al, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You you were gonna say something earlier. Unmute out. Yeah, yeah. I, I was simply gonna say I'm bothered by that simply because in her statement, uh she so eloquently put that uh he had stolen her livelihood, the thing she loved the most. And here we are uh, almost a year later, March 9th from March of 2020, and you still uh, performing your livelihood. On camera. Yeah, I'm bothered by that. Hey, I'm telling you, that, and, and that's why I said, and, and, and I know you guys are probably like, why is he coming so hard on this? Because I want to paint a fair picture. Because I don't ever want it to be said that, I, that I'm victim blaming. I know my pastor victim blames. He's already said he's victim blames. But uh, <laughs> but I don't want to be said that we victim blame on this show or that we don't believe people. Like, that's not true. But we are realist. We live in a real America, in a real world. And if you listen, and again, I want to say this again before you say it, Mama Noise. If you think Deshaun Watson saying he wanted out of Houston is not a big deal, you don't know how the game works. He is literally, and I am not using hyperbole here, he is literally costing them probably a billion dollars. Easy. And yep. you say, well, how is that possible? That's, you're inflating the number. No, I'm not. When you start looking at merchandising, when you start looking at TV rights, when you start looking at uh, NFL games that you're going to now miss because you don't have a star player. Why would we put you on Sunday night? Or why would you put we put you on a primetime national game when you don't have a star player on your team anymore? There's no De DeAndre Hopkins. There's no J.J. Watt. There's no Jadavian Clowney. And there may not be a Deshaun Watson. So yeah. if you don't have a star player, we don't put you on the primetime game. You can get your regional NFL money, but we're not going to pay you the big dollars that you so it is a problem and and, and, and guess what a billion is small that's right. like that's, that's minuscule to to what they're going to lose because the new tv deal alone is what 214 billion mama noise you said you're about to say something go ahead you know i i i i love watching documentaries uh and 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 researching and finding out the history of things and one thing I did discover is um, massage therapy. This is no knock on somebody who actually has it as a career. I, I know a couple of young ladies that that's their career. But there is a vein of massage therapy that's just prostitution. I'm just telling you. It's just another word for prostitution. And, and I'm just saying. I, 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 and, and that's what we're not talking about here is that that's the reason why it can be 40 women because if it's just prostitution it's just another woman coming in to take care of him take care of I'm putting it nicely can I, another woman coming in the next time another woman coming the next time and that can, can is I, what can I jump in on what you just said and make a slight correction and then we got to take a quick break for commercials but it's not prostitution if it's a transaction of consenting adults. Yeah. And that's business. the game. It's business. That's the game. See, okay, you it, want it, me to say business is no, 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 but that's it matters. That matters. Because if we all came to the table, see, the reason why going back to Unc's point, and I you know what? I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. Oh, I got a good one for y'all. Y'all don't even understand. We're gonna take a quick break, come right back. Oh, I got we got a good one. We're gonna take a quick break, come right back. Talking noise. 
Man, I wish I could get back to fishing on the weekends, back like I did back in the day when I was a wee lad. But I can't, man. The time is... Okay, let me just be honest. I can't find the right stuff. I don't know the right baits to go get for Texas. But I'm glad our new sponsor, Monster Bass, is the fun and affordable way to get the best new baits from the fishing industry's top brands delivered to my doorstep each month. Premium subscription fishing company that handpicks the best baits based on where I live and where you live and fish. No more guessing on which baits are going to work. Just leave it to the pros at Monsters Bass. They know what to do. Basically, it's like having your own personal fishing guide. It's changing the way bass fishermen shop for baits. They're quickly becoming the number one fishing brand of anglers everywhere. They got the best baits from the best brands, and you're covered by the industry's best customer service. So, if you want to catch a bigger bass this season, head on over to Monsters Bass com and use the code ACC10 to get $10 off your first box. That's monstersbass.com. Use the code ACC10 to get $10 off your first box. Sign up for Monsters Bass now. Tell them your boy Lloyd Smith sent you. All right, we are back. And it's bass, not bass, Unc and Al. It's bass. Well, it could be bass. It could be bass. Can I just bass. tell you, I laughed so hard yesterday as I edited the show. for, And I said, our team is ambassadors for foolishness. Okay. Unc and I have a mutual friend. And and, and I would dare say Al as well because he's family. So we all have this mutual friend. Wait a minute. I'm a part of this mutual friend. Okay, you're part of mutual friends. <laughs> I apologize. You know how okay you are. Mama Noise, when I said Unc and I, obviously you and I are one, baby. We are one. Clean it up. Clean it up. Y'all is one. Y'all is. We are one, baby. We are. Anyway, uh-huh. our mutual friend played in the NFL for many, many years. And I remember going to his house one time. And he was in between. He was in season. And he was in between games. And a massage therapist showed up at the house. And the massage therapist was there for him, but this massage therapist was going to take care of him, the wife, and and ultimately I found out that day they offered her to take care of me. Like they were like, "Hey, have you never got one of these?" Like, "No, I've never got one." Oh man, you got to get it. You got to get it. We'll pay for it. Don't worry about it. Just you got to have it. It's one of the best things ever. So the person came to the house, and I asked the question. How long has this been going on? And I'm thinking like, Al, don't y'all have these at at the, the at the facilities and all this mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah, but it's not like having it in your home. So, and we've been using this girl. Here's the key phrase: We've been using this girl for years. Not several different women. Right. One girl for years. So that. The, the understanding to this young lady was your job is to come over to our house and to give our family, whoever wants it, massages. Are you, are you following where I'm going with this? Uh-huh. Now, if that's the understanding, then that's what takes place. Whatever the understanding is, that's what takes place. It's a business transaction. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to help you guys understand. The only way that 40 people could go 
one to one to one to one to one after the other is if they all understand what the business transaction is. Now, could this all be buyer's remorse? Because 18 women understood it and was down with it and was like, kill. And 22 of them said, man, it's a pandemic. Uh, we're about to get this come up. Because there's also a story out there uh, stated by Deshaun Watson's lawyer that one of the ladies that of the 18 that was approached was approached, right? was told, we're doing this thing. Like Unc said, we're doing this thing. You need to get on board with it. And she refused. Because maybe in her mind, she's like, Psh, I know what I was getting into, and I thought it was great. And, and the check cleared. See. Well, and then the other thing is this. For some people, the upfront, upfront money does not justify the end. You know, and that's and that's kind of the thing you run into is like it's not often, it's not often, because again, I was I was I was trying to be as honest with you guys as possible. Had things gone a little bit worse back in November, then I probably would have been on that lawsuit suing that company, even though it wasn't nothing wrong with me, because circumstances are what they are. That's me trying to be forthcoming and be honest with you. Now, these, this this woman that said, you know what, they tried to get me to do it, da 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 and I said, no, I'm not, I'm not good with that. You know, perhaps she looked at her life and and everything else and said, you know, it's just not worth $100,000 to put my name on this or whatever the offer was. It's mm -hmm. just not worth it. You know, I, I, I hearken back to, and again, I don't know who was innocent and who wasn't because I wasn't there. But I do hearken back to the gentleman who's, who was working with Michael Jackson, who they came to and said, we're going to give you this much money for your son, to say your son, that Mike did this to your son. Right. And he said, no, man, I'm not going to do that. I don't care how much money you got. I'm mm -hmm. not, not going to lie. Well, they eventually found somebody who would. And that's how the game is played. But the other side is this. Um, it's, it's unfortunate that, that Deshaun is where he is working for who he's working for because it's obvious. They don't give a rat's ass about not just Deshaun. They really don't care about the team. It's all about power and, and vindictiveness because you're literally throwing your franchise under the bus mm -hmm. with this whole thing. Now, can they come out? Yeah, they can come out. Um, you know, you a year, two, ten, whatever. They can come out of it. But the point is, is like it seems to me you would have tried to figure out the money they're spending on this lawsuit. You could have gone and got three or four players to put around him and made him want to be there. But instead, because of your I think I think owning in a, a professional uh, league, uh, professional uh, team, is more than just winning championships for some people. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, some of it is just I can I can make because I you can make money and not win titles. The club well, we, done for years. Not every day where we live, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, I I think this whole thing is going to unfold in probably maybe one of the most ugly scenarios that we've ever seen. And I don't know how deep this rabbit hole goes. 
And I hate it for him because I just don't think there's a way to come back from it. Right. I don't think there's a way to come back from it. And I, the best suggestion that I heard uh, for him was this morning. I was watching uh, ESPN's first day, and Stephen A. said, man, you need to go on the commissioner's exempt list where you still get your money while this is being investigated, but you don't have to play for the Texans, and you can sort all this out because that's what it's going to take. He's got to go somewhere and figure this out. And he and his lawyers and his team, they got to figure out what this is and how did it get this bad. And, you know, because it's one thing to have to defend yourself against one young lady. It's another thing to have to defend yourself against 22. 22 times you got to come out and say, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Yeah, but here's the thing. Accusation, the sting of accusation is not based on numbers. All it takes is one. And no, and that's exactly right. It completely ruins your life. That's exactly right. And he and, and I don't know if you can walk this back. Go ahead. Tyler. So so this is this is a civil case, correct? This is not a criminal case. Well, it's a civil case now, but as of two days ago, the Houston police were presented evidence to the point where they have now started to investigate this. So it could become a criminal case. But you know, right I'm, now, it's a civil case. Strict, strictly on the uh, prosecution uh, of the state of uh, uh, Texas. Uh, Texas. Yes. Or, you know, because yeah. no, no, none of the uh, 20 females, 22 females have filed criminal charges. No, or, which okay. is crazy to me. Because if you watch this press conference and you see this girl crying and carrying on, you're going, well, why don't you just go to the police? But more importantly, Lloyd, why don't you just go now? Yeah, you're, you're not afraid anymore. Yeah, if this is so devastating and you're such a problem, why aren't you just do it right now instead of making the civil thing? See, that's what throws me off. If I know you are wrong, period, I'm going to the law. I mean, you're a champion for all victims is what you said. You want their voices to be heard. Well, the best way to get their voices heard is to put the guy in jail, not to take money from him. Put him in jail. If he's a sexual predator, as you are alluding to, forget. I don't know any real rape victim that wants their sexual predator to write them a check. Most sex people who have been raped or molested or something like that, they want that dude in jail. They want that woman in jail. I told you all this is a tricky one. This is this is a tricky one. I'm telling you, you know what really gets me is that, you know, I I I'm such a conspiracy theorist. I I I I, all of the documentaries and stuff that I've watched, I've watched so much stuff that when people want to find evidence, there is evidence. I was watching a documentary last night and the guy was like, yeah, we used to put drugs in people's cars so that they could go to jail to get him to get that dude off the street. <clears throat> the guy saying he don't have drugs while he up there showing ID and license. We sliding drugs in the back of the car in the back seat, you know, and I'm like, Mind blown, mind blown. So I'm saying 
if this guy is like you said as valuable as a billion dollars worth of collateral damage because of him wanting to get out which you know it's very scary because you know i don't see a lot of white qbs getting this type of treatment it seems to be only when it's a black qb but that's a whole nother conversation i'm sure that girl uh, in seattle beat the brakes off that black girl beat the brakes off that black girl i mean if you saw those pictures you were like my god woman yeah and, and it ain't even got uh a tenth of the tv time deshaun watson is a story every day they just yeah. tried to get rid of him in other words to say well we'll just get rid of him that way you know it just takes the limelight out Wait but a minute. Gonna get rid of them, Kenyatta. It's the, we're not really, we're going to talk about it, but only for like 10 minutes and then we move it on. And that they didn't spend no time on this story. If I'm being honest, mm. when we did the story, our guys, some of our guys was like, hey, we don't want to talk about this one. And I'm like, why not? How is this any different? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I just... <laughs> It's the it's it's you gotta remember, man. The, the, it still comes down to how America sees us as black men versus how America programs you to see our counters. Yeah, America programs you to see that white guy as either somebody who had a mental lapse, but is a good guy. And that's a one-time occurrence. It never that'll never happen again. It ne doesn't happen in the other societies. But then you you bring that same scenario to Deshaun Watson. He's a predator, and the point is to drive home this idea that there are so many more of us that are just like him. That's the point. You program that as much as you can. Promote that imagery as much as you can. Promote the idea as much as you can and America jumps all over that because that's where we live. Well, it also says that to, to, to show every other NFL player, do you want to be made an example of? Oh yeah. Look, look what we did. Look what happened to Deshaun. So for everybody kicking up dust, talking about they don't want to be here. You want to go somewhere else. I'm demanding you know, all a of a sudden, Do we want to bring up, the culture and and talk about all your massage therapists. Well, it's, we it's, it's interesting you said that. I don't remember who shared it with me, but I watched the video last night, and I had never really realized that that Ocho Cinco is a beaten man. Oh, that's me. That was me. I said he is literally uh, uh, Chad Johnson is yeah. a is a defeated man. Yeah, he admitted it. And I'm going, I did not know that. You know, I just thought they got rid of him. You know what I'm saying? That was it. They just, you know, he fought, wanted to do what he wanted. They destroyed him and got rid of him. No, no, he admitted. I tried to escape. Yeah, I tried to escape, and they beat me up. They beat me down. And, I, you know, I'll be honest with you. In that instance, my heart broke. I, I believe it was the prophetic movie Roots where they brought Kunta Kinte out after he tried to escape, strung him up in front of everybody, 
and said, what's your name? And they beat the humanity out of him. Right. Kunta. Kunta Kente. There's a reason why this is happening. I, I again, that's why. Listen, one of the things we try, we have tried to pride ourselves to do, and I know some of us. When I start, when we got this show together today, I said somebody's got to take the negative and at least speak it, because we're all thinking it, or a lot of people are thinking it, so we got to speak it. I don't necessarily believe that, but that's part of the narrative. But the other part of the narrative is that they took they 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 could, they could be bringing Deshaun Watson out in front of the entire NFL family and saying just like we saw in that video yesterday, stop this, y'all don't control nothing. And if you think you're gonna be like the NBA, right, or your brothers in Canada, right, or in the North, if you think you're gonna be free like them, yeah, no. We will beat the humanity out of you in front of everybody. Here's my take, uh, Colin Kaepernick. He was the he was the slave that ran away and made it to the north. Yeah, made it to the north. Yeah. Deshaun uh, Watson was the one that got caught trying to cross the river. Yeah. And 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 the whole this country was built on public uh, 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 humiliation. Mm-hmm. That that was the whole sole basis behind uh, uh, public lynchings and public executions yeah. to to scare, uh, put the fear uh, of not God but the fear of white men in mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. and in your counterparts. So you know, th- th- to me, that's what's going on here. But here, here's the thing: what's our what's our favorite card game? We talk about it on the show. Green card money now. I, I'm not a civil expert, uh, but the Sixth Amendment kind of talks about uh, the confrontation clause, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The irony in that is Deshaun Watson doesn't have the right that's endowed to him in the Sixth Amendment to face his accusers because this is a civil case. Right. That's only applicable in criminal cases, in criminal prosecution. So not only can he be accused and in the public uh, uh, court of public op- uh, opinion found guilty, he doesn't get the opportunity to face his accusers. Right. That's See? why there's 20, 21, 22, 23, 25. Should he speak up? I know. I know. <sighs> I always go back to something. I, a lot of people don't remember this because it happened so fast and the brother dealt with it so quick that you didn't even have time to, to really assess it. And there was no social media at this time. But I remember, some of you may or may not remember this, but a young lady came out and tried to say that Nick Anderson, the former uh, guard in Orlando, Matt played for the Orlando Magic, that he had raped her or whatever the case may be. And Nick Anderson, she she made that allegation on a Wednesday. Nick Anderson came out on a Thursday morning and said, and I quote, not only did I not do it, but I am suing her ass. And I'm going to, the way she's coming after me, I am going to come after her. And I that man, that lawsuit went away so fast. You didn't hear another that not only did she recant the story, but that thing went away so fast. It, you, it was almost like it never existed. I'm saying to, to y'all, 
should De if Deshaun is innocent, I'll even give Kobe some props. I'll even give Kobe some props. Okay. When that girl okay. accused Kobe of raping her in Colorado, Kobe stood up at that press conference and said, I didn't rape her. Now, I did sleep with her, but I did not rape her. That is patently false. But I did sleep with her. I am guilty of adultery, but I am not guilty of rape. And then went out and played his game like he wasn't guilty of rape. I'm just saying, when you're innocent yeah. of the crime that they're saying you committed. Mm -hmm. By the way, they're saying he committed the crime and there's been no charges, like Al said. So if you're innocent, why not just come out and say, because I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. If it's me, I come out with a list. All oh, these helpers is lying. And I go through the list. I, that press conference is two hours long. Let me tell you what happened on this day. This day, this chick came and we had sex in such, such, such a place. And uh, she did this, that, and the other. And I paid us $500. This, you know what I'm saying? Just go through the list. Because guess what? When you do that, now what? The difference is this, though, bro. He's uh, Kobe was against that young lady in Denver. Nick Anderson was against the chick down in wherever it was. Florida. Yeah, yeah. Deshaun Watson is against the owner of a football team and a rigged society. And there lies the rub, like, like you like to say, huh? What is this? Yeah. What is this? See, it ain't, it ain't, it'd be one thing. If, see, I, I, I'll i be honest with you, man. I have so much more uh, faith in this young woman. If she had come out by herself prior to this lawsuit and just gone and said, hey, I need to tell y'all what happened. With holding, holding some paperwork from a, from a jail, from a, uh, uh, a, a jail cell. Hey, I went and filed. Uh, criminal charges against Deshaun Watson. I'm holding it here in my hand. Man, that dude did such, such, such to me, and I am I am taking my power back. I'd be like, Deshaun, you're a dirty dog. I probably would I probably would side with it immediately. Now I will uh, the other thing is this. And uh, again, I'm intrigued. This none of these women said he raped them, right? Nope. Haven't heard that yet. So uh, apparently he supposedly exposed himself. In some way, right? Or, or he rubbed his private parts to against her, or he exposed himself to her. Just very vague language, and that's by design, by the way. Okay. Because well, I'm just I'm just trying to figure out. That sounds like the same mo of what happened with Antonio Brown, and I ain't heard nothing else about it. But but here's what makes it make what makes it even worse to Unk's point, Mama Noise. If I get up from the table and my towel falls a certain way mm. or opens a certain way mm. and I'm naked underneath and yeah. we agree that it's okay that I be naked underneath and it falls a certain way, well, then I've exposed myself to you. I can't deny that. Right. Did I do it, though, with the intent of soliciting you or sexually harassing you? Well, how do you know that if it just fell open? Or if you the per type of person that, because see, I've, I've had a massage, a, 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 two massages in my whole life. And the two that I've had, they let you know, are you the type of person that wants to be fully, uh, uh, completely nude? 
Are you the person who wants to be completely nude? Are you are you the person that likes to have your massage with 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 you know bra and panties? You know, are, are, you know, partially. You know, are you that person? They ask that up front. They ask you, do you want a woman? They ask you, do you want a man? They ask you, what 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 is it that you want to make sure that this is a, a, a an experience that that you're fully relaxed, stress free environment. So you tell them the MO of what it is that you do or that you don't want. And I've never had the experience, but then again, I'm not a multimillionaire. I, I, I maybe there's some type of something else different when you're a multimillionaire, but they follow exactly what I said. I said, I'm, I'm, I don't want no woman. And furthermore, I don't want nobody that's going to talk to me the whole time. Don't, I, don't talk to me. Just give me the massage. <laughs> I'm listening to some music. And then I'm ready to move on. But, you know, it, but it's all about, it's it's like checking the menu. What do you want? I want this, 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 and that. But then again, like I said, some of those massage parlors will give you the extracurricular. And then it still be dubbed massage. But you, but you missing the point. You keep saying, you keep missing the point. It's, it's, all of it is massage. Because if that's part of the business, and everybody understands that, then it's just a business transaction. You can't come back on the backside of the business transaction and say, oh my God, it's sexual harassment if I've already, if you've already agreed. You know, I, I it makes me realize something, man. You know, I, I, I had like literally, even though I've known about these situations for a long, long, long time, I ain't talking five years, two, I'm talking 20, 30 years I've known about them. Mm-hmm. But apparently, I had like the—I must have had like a buzzard's luck when it comes to picking massage therapists. Because first of all, no, I ain't taking no clothes off. When I'm, when I'm in there, I'm like, man, I don't even want to take my shirt off. To be honest with you, you know what I'm saying? I, the, the, you know, the pants ain't going off. I have not felt comfortable in any massage I've gotten yet. Yeah, yes, not you did. No, I did. Then also the the ones that I get, not. You don't want to be caught naked around them, no way, man. Because you know it's like I got like the ones that were scared of scared, scared of the roughest dudes in the world. They were scaring them away, man. Because these are hard. So I'm like, you. This has got to be an exclusive club. That's right. Males that some really nice looking ones. Yeah. Well, well, listen, Paul Pierce is looking for a job today. Why you? Because of his massage. See, well, you know what? Yep. They, they listen. Those were those are supposed to be massage therapists. Wait a minute, now listen. Yeah, you right. said you ain't never had a massage that you didn't. Like. Wait a minute. Uh, uh, uh. And go ahead and hit the ra- the racist button because all I remember is Olga, uh, 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 uh the the Swiss masseuse, the Swiss massage. Oh, yeah, chick. Yeah, was See, nice. now look at that. Damn, that was racist. That was racist. <laughs> Did you see the look on his face? She told me hit the button. She told me hit the button. Okay. Did you see the shift though? He said, "Oh, I forgot about Olga." Because that was a one-off. That was a one-off. What? I but Olga made me feel uncomfortable too because she was too good. Like Olga was digging in places, and I'm like, "Olga, ooh, oh lord!" It, it almost makes you feel like you're cheating. You're like, "This is this can't be right. This can't be right. <laughs> I I should not be feeling this at see all." See what I'm talking about? Now, Olga, Olga did the Swedish massage, Al, and she dug in. She was. I'm like, oh, hey, 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 you're a little too familiar. 
Yeah, but see, I'm not the one. See, I can't do the whole rubbing your booty and all of that. But my side, real early. It's always, you know, they get the shoulder, the muscles, and the chest. But then after that, I'm like, well, it's time to roll. You know what I'm saying? Why, why are you dancing like that? That's what I need to know. Why are you dancing like that? Because Tariq gave me a nice old massage, too. Don't get Tariq's ass with me. Oh, see, that tell you I'm just saying. You know, I made note that when she was getting off her list of things that she didn't want, she didn't say she didn't want to be fully released. Yeah. That wasn't one of the things okay, she marked. I don't off. know. I don't know about all that. That that sounds like a man thing. It don't sound like a woman thing. Oh. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know what that is. I'm I just saying. Not- that's our new job. Just in case. But I'm telling you, even before I had, I remember I was sitting around with my coworkers and we were talking about getting a massage. We was all like, well, I want to go. But we was like, man, all I heard is bad things about massage parlors. I was like, well, we just need to do our research then. We just need to go find a place that don't look like it's some back room. Uh, 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 they getting paid for extra type stuff. And uh oh, that's auntie. That's auntie auntie knows and chimed in. Wow! <laughs> well, uh, 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 Auntie, uh, looks like you can re-gift that uh, <laughs> certificate to the person above. Um, but here's the killer. Like a thousand dollar gift certificate. Do for like three. It's almost a thousand dollar gift certificate. Everything you can want under the sun at this place, you can get it. Hey, he's had it for almost four years. That's four hey. tariqs. Four tariqs. <laughs> hey, I, I don't know. She said it's a hundred dollars shake. You know what? No, 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 no. Y'all funny. I'm just saying. What a show! What a show today. I tell you. Um, the other thing that happened today, and I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know what to say about this. Um, oh my god! This story. Uh, there's an update on the Ti Tiny thing. Apparently, uh, three more accusers have come out. Um, saying, see, when they start lining up multiples like this, you start going, "What is going on?" There is a culture. Well, it just we are it, not aware of. It makes it makes you say, "What are you doing?" I mean, what is happening out here? Wait a minute, now this is this is got, first of all, this is in Atlanta, right? Right. Well, this well, but the third accuser is saying she was sex traffic trafficked in Nevada, California, and Florida. Same thing as Atlanta. Same thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, same thing, Doc. You go to Miami, it goes down just like it does in Atlanta. You go to Vegas, it goes down just like it does in Atlanta. I mean, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So the first one is saying that, okay. So the first one is saying, uh, maybe we should tell uh, Princess Noise to get off now because this is getting yeah. Princess Noise, Noise, take a break. Take a break. Go take a break. A walk around the block or something. And don't um, be at, and don't be looking at the thing later on. Either. Yeah, don't 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 do that. Um, the first one is saying that she was drugged. That Ti forced her to swallow a pill and take a powdered substance. Uh, like she don't know what the palace substance is or whatever. And or the then, pill. And then Tiny had sexual intercourse with her that she did not consent. 
So what was the appeal for, if you remember all of that? I, 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 I don't know. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? What's the point? Right. I don't know. You don't remember all of this. What do I give you this expensive drug for? I, I have no idea. Uh, and then the second woman was in Miami. <laughs> and and she got the same feel, I guess. And T.I. and a bunch of his homies ran through her. And so I, I don't. So now we're up to 11 allegations of forced drugging, kidnapping, rape, and intimidation in at least two states, including California and Georgia. Wow. So I don't I don't know what this is. And when, I, and when did this take place? When were these? Well, some what? of these allegations go back as far as 2010. See what I'm saying, man? <laughs> see, see, see what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> the, the convenience is a mother, ain't it? You, you know, know what we need? You know what we need to do? Why do you have your mask on? That's some foul stuff right there. I just I just it made you put your mask on in, in your in, in the bed. In my own house. Wow. Well, she's taking away. some medicine to give to her. Then she, I, I don't listen. I don't know if this is. And see, here's again, we're at the same crossroads. Mm. I don't know if this is just a bunch of wild folk that kicked it on the weekend, and okay. some people got you know COVID hit and they ain't got no money, and yeah. they're like, man, we about to come up, and they broke the code, or if Ti and Tiny are just some freaks. Because see, because here's the other part of this. Mm -hmm. They were on their way to a real serious divorce. And then all of a sudden, that thing got called off. And if they out here doing this, man, we ain't never getting divorced. <laughs> you got to die out this marriage. That's facts. What I want to know is if they get divorced, who's the one who brought the idea to who? You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 Tiny, like, she has like, I'm out the door. I'm done. And, and, and Tiny was like, no, you ain't. No, I guess. Like, well, she kept okay. on having babies. And so the baby, keep on having babies wasn't enough. Them babies ain't got nothing to do with what we talking about here today, Mama Noah. No, I'm saying but it wasn't do, enough to keep him. No, but I'm saying they ain't got nothing to do with it. Cause I'm saying if they out here doing this kind of wild stuff, they can't, where they gonna go? Where you gonna go? What are you about to what, you listen? You know where the bodies are buried, man. Right. Y'all have seen mafia movies? Right. Ain't no leaving. Yeah. Ain't no going right. away. Ain't no leave. We yeah, break you the know. Yeah. You die. This is a marriage of where you got to die out. Now right. you decide how you want to die. You can die of natural causes, old age, or 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 circumstances. Well, we can help you die. Right, right. <laughs> we can help you. I'm just saying. But you're well, not leaving. It sounds like she just want to uh, just give him whatever it is he wants so uh, he will stay. I, I don't know, man. This I know this thing is ugly. Well, who was the, uh, who was the guy? I know it, I know it's said uh, of Hollywood, but uh, I'm trying to remember the football player that not too recently said, hey, man, nobody leaves this sport clean. Oh, who was that? I heard that. Who was that? Saying, he, said, he said nobody yes, leaves yes. this sport clean. Man, I want to say that was Brandon Marshall. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I, I'm a fan. Yeah, I, right. I remember hearing that conversation. You're right. Yeah, he said he's. I mean, he just literally said, "You gonna leave if you're not hurt, and you get out because of hurt. You're not leaving clean." 
And by the way, I think that is very true of the entertainment industry as a whole. If you don't take the right precautions and measures right from the very beginning yeah. to insulate yourself, mm -hmm. to, to do the right things from the very beginning, you are going to take an L. Hollywood and, is undefeated. And you got to know that you're doing the right thing will most certainly always end up with you not making the kind of money you could have made. Yeah. You know? Hey, Unc, could that have been Eddie Griffith in reference to Bill Cosby? Nobody leaves this business clean. Well, no, I do remember Eddie Griffith said that. But I, I definitely remember an athlete saying that. But 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 Eddie Griffin's exactly is exactly right. He's exactly right. Um, but it seems it seems like there was an athlete that said that. Yeah, I was just scrolling. That's why I was asking. The athlete's probably there. quoting Eddie Griffin. Yeah. What's the lie? That was on? in that was in defense of Bill Cosby. Well, I mean that's the truth, though. You don't you don't leave clean. Entertainment industry, period. I'm just yeah. telling you, you know, when, well, my you, my when we talked, go ahead. When we talked about um, the human trafficking, people don't understand how big that business is. When the Super Bowl comes to a town, there's so much human trafficking that comes to that town. It's not even, it's unfathomable. But it's not just human trafficking in the way that people think. They think low-level prostitution. That's, right. not, that's not what we're talking about. Right. We're talking about high-end, we're talking about madams. We're talking about right. the chick that you just slept with for that night was five to 10 to 15 to 20 to 30 to $100,000. Yeah, right. and that's the other thing is this. Yeah. You've got to remember that that is, in its purest form, Big business, yeah, right. Yeah, in the purest form. It is big business because you're not see prostitution exists already in the city. Yeah, yeah. that's how that's everywhere. You there's there's not a city you can go to in America where if you spend a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, you can't get a prostitute. Everybody know what city the prostitutes are on, and they but this, but the level that they're talking about, you know, the gates <laughs> and people like that, that's big business. Well, we because for one, mo a lot of those deals, let's get let's get deep with it for just a second. A lot of those deals are used as leverage against the person that was involved. So, like for example, if I want Lloyd and I want to tie down for the next twenty years, I bring him to whatever city, show him a good time. We bring in some girls he don't know nothing about. Lloyd, they're all over twenty-one. You don't know. I say, Lloyd, they're all over twenty-one. You trust me. Next thing you know, five years take this ain't right, man. Now I'm ready to get out, man. I don't want to do it. No, no, no. You here, baby. You, you ain't leaving. Remember the yeah. girls down in Miami? I got pictures. You know what I'm saying? Remember we, video. If you yeah. push it, then I start messing you up. I start. You see this one right? You see this one right here sitting on your lap? She's 17. Yeah. You sure you want to leave? Yeah. I'm telling you, that's what happened with the Epstein situation. He had so many people, so many famous, so many entertainers, athletes, and everything. He had all of them under his thumb because he got an island. Hey, man, come out to my island where you can get whatever you want. You, but, you you miss it, but, but I don't want you to miss what Uncle just said. It's all business. 
Yeah. Because we all got something to lose. Now, when I'm holding the pictures in your face and saying you can't leave, I'm holding them knowing that I can't leave either. Right. Yeah. I'm the one that set it up. You got to stay with me. Yeah. I'm the one that set it up. And that's why I'm saying T.I. and Tiny ain't leaving each other ever. Hey, hey, I'm in the picture. The, the picture I'm showing right, you. Right, we both guilty. So yeah, you got that. You got that 15 year old midget, right? I'm, yeah. I'm Look, look who's sitting right next to you. Yeah, I'm not showing you a picture because you're guilty. I'm showing you a picture because we in this together. Guilty. Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's what. And that's what Epstein was saying. Are we all in this together? Yeah, we so we I, got yeah. a lot to lose. We got yeah. a lot to lose. And that's why they try to protect all those guys and Gates and the same thing. Gates, like Lillian said you know, you know, just a minute ago, um, uh, well, I just had it and then I lost it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, it, the difference between – there is no difference between the cases in the sense of uh, it's a business transaction at the highest level. And by the way, just like we said earlier, the Houston Texans could absolutely be complicit in all this. No question. Uh, some of those massage girls – if you would have asked the right questions, have probably massaged some of the Houston Texans' uh, ownership or players or staff or whatever. No, they were sent as gifts. I was gonna say, Under, yeah. Un- understand this, and 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 it's this is strictly my opinion, but the spokesperson, the the lead complainant or, or accuser, her lawyers initially sent a settlement offer, which is not out of character, and it's not any admission of guilt. That's just how it works, yeah. based on the article that uh, I read. Uh, th- that's common. Uh, they sent a uh, settlement offer of $100,000. Not a mathematician. $100,000, 20 uh, women, that's two mil. Yeah. Am I right? Without the piece, you're saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, about two. So if they paid all these settle settled all these twenty cases for a hundred thousand dollars, two million dollars it goes away, right? I'll do you one better. Al. How, how easy would that have been, not only for Deshaun Watson, but also for the Houston Texans? I'll do you one better. Somebody Al. didn't want this to go away. I'll do you one better, Al. He could go to the Texans right now and say, "You win." Yeah, I'll say, "I'll do it happily." Uh, we'll reconcile, make up, whatever we got to do publicly, just make this go away. And I guarantee you another 14 of them women, well, you know, it didn't really happen that way. Right. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, we found a place of commonality. The lawsuit goes away. Yeah. Criminal courts, we we can't find evidence. You, you'll get five. six of them that'll say, well, I'm in it now. I'm not backtracking. But 14, well, it didn't really go down. Well, that, and those six will get settled because they they'll just they'll they have to pay a little bit higher price. Yeah, but Deshaun could make this go away. I'm just saying. I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna give you a whole nother one because we're talking about three card Monty. Three card another one. Deshaun could go to the prosecutor and say, "Look here, man, you gonna make three, four million off this case? I got a locker down at the bus station." This guy said me and sitting in there waiting for you. All you gotta do is let it go. It's over. You know what? I would like to say that's hard to believe, but I am a conspiracy theorist. And I'm telling you, all the documentaries that I've watched, all they talk about is when they want this outcome, 
all we got to do is do this over here or we uh we all of a sudden change the uh change the uh uh prosecuting attorney we all of a sudden change the defense attorney all of a sudden we need to change the venue we need to change i'm sitting there going i didn't know all this stuff was possible and they switched around all this stuff just to get their outcome and i i I didn't know that you know i thought it was justice you know yeah i thought it was I thought the lady with the blindfold on couldn't see past the blindfold. No, that chick sees just fine. You know, uh, there was a, um, I don't know if you guys watched it, but I, I there was a movie called, I think it was called Runaway Jury. Yes. And, uh, yes. and you get a real true picture of what happens, not just with the juries, but with the attorneys and the prosecutors. And it's all money. It's all money and it's all power. At the end of the day, if if the right person gets the right check, everything goes away. And that's just kind of where we are. And that, but that, uh, come on, man. This goes all the way back. First of all, for us since we've been here, since since we came into this country, wow, the system's been rigged. Period. Yeah. And we could be bought at that point for some hay or some cotton or, you know, whatever. And it's, it's, they're just constantly figuring out new ways to show us who we are in this country. Uh, I want to, I want to, you know, we always try to lead and always make it with a little bit of positivity, <laughs> especially on days like this when the stories are hardcore. Mm. Um, Shout out to Deion Sanders. Uh, All right. Deion out here in these streets. Showtime. Really cool stuff, man. And uh, they use the Southwest. uh, What is it? The SWAC is called the Southwest Athletic Athletic Conference. Okay. I should know that because we played UAPB. We played in the SWAC. So, um. But they uh, were able to leverage his celebrity along with uh, the conference itself to get Pepsi to buy in on a deal to, uh, to you know, put some money in, as a sponsor into the swag. And I think that's cool, man. I, you know, I am really praying and hoping that some of these black coaches or black athletes – on the backside of their careers that have a desire to coach mm. will start to matriculate to the SBC, I mean SBCU, HBCUs, and do exactly what Dion is doing. Bring their celebrity and yeah. their influence mm-hmm. to a much desired location or much needed location and help those schools to start to get the resources that they so desperately need. Uh, shout out to him. Shout out to uh, our girl down in uh, Houston that went over there, Cynthia Cooper, who's at uh, an HBCU as well. I think she's at Texas Southern. I think she's at Texas yeah. Southern. Uh, and I hope there's more, man. I hope some of these. I other think Master P's son is committed to an HBCU. Yeah, but he's just playing, though. He's just playing. I'm talking about celebrities. Well, he, he's yeah. trying to play. His son is going to play, and he's trying to purchase. Well, Master P, Master P is trying to purchase. I That's what I'm. Well, you, you said the way you said it, it was like the son was trying to purchase. It. 
you know the son ain't got as much money as the father. Well, that's why I, that's why I made the statement, Mama Noah. I was oh. trying to clarify it for you. Thank you. You know, you ain't got to do that. The Lord don't like that. <laughs> Try to help you out, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So I'm, I'm hoping this becomes a trend and a, and a thing because we need it, man. Black, black, these black schools need it, man. And the way things are going in our society, man, we need to, man, I don't know, man. I feel like we need to really re-examine, you know, there was a point where I think HBCUs were starting to kind of fade away, but man, I think the necessity of them, whew, maybe we need our own stuff and just let's go create our own paths and our own systems and our own, because man, maybe that's how you get your power back. Well, we, you know, we've been we've been talking about that. I've been saying it for a while. Yeah. We need to have our own. We need to have our own, man. So, for a while, and so that's what I'm working towards. Uh, anyway, we had a, we had a good show today. So it's an it's an explosive. I told y'all it was gonna be an explosive one because it's the situation is really bad, man. And it's and it's 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 really not a sports story. It's 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 a human story. Mm. It's a way of the world story. It's how the world works story. You know, and, I, don't, yeah. I don't I don't mean to be so abrupt, but I know we got to go. I just want to ask, did we find out what happened with the the six people that were murdered um, in the family the other day? In yes. Dallas? Uh, yes. Dallas? Yes. No, Plano. Allen. Allen. I'm sorry, Allen. Yeah. It was two uh, sons that- They were brothers, yeah. Yeah, two brothers that murdered the entire family. And put it on Facebook or Instagram. They put it on Facebook. They, they had a suicide pack. Yeah, they had a suicide pack, and they were, for whatever uh, reasons, they felt like one son. Was, one yeah. son was going to, um, I think it's a uh, UT UTD. I mean, um, UTD. One of uh, UT Austin was okay. going to UT Austin, and uh, he had made some type of threat that he wanted to kill somebody or something. And so the school kicked him out of school. They kicked him out of school for that threat. Well, they sent him home with the threat. And then he made the pact with his brother and said that, you know, they was going to kill themselves, but they didn't want to leave nobody behind. Curious if they passed that threat on to the local authorities. Right. They didn't want to leave none of their family members behind. So they made sure to kill all their family members um, as well as themselves. Yeah. Well, there goes our leaving on a good note, on a high note. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I just hadn't. No, no, no. We yeah, had really. about it. We and, you know, out of the ordinary, this was not uh, Caucasian. This was not African-American. This was Indian. Yeah, like, like like American, like Native American. Or no, 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 like India. Yeah, Indian. Damn. Like oh. in their house, they had grandmama, mama, daddy, and the siblings all living at the house. I am so proud of y'all. Why? Nobody attempted to use the uh, <laughs> the ITT. Uh, help center voice. I'm so proud of y'all. Right, you know what? 
Thank you, uh, Lillian. Bangladesh. I'm proud of y'all. I'm so proud. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure how we should take what you just said. He's trying to say we didn't give no accent in the saying what it like, was. Like we well, but 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 his nope 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 I, nope I, I don't nope. know I don't nope. know. Because nope. you said ITT, as if that's that's the only people they got. Nope. That's indicative of no. He said nope. we didn't code switch. So he nope. was. Itch- so in other words, he threw the rock and hit his hands. Is what he did. Right, nope. right, right. He, 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 he said, said ITT. That off he looks no guilty. violation. I don't know. What do y'all think? That's he looks guilty like, like a mug. ITT. Yeah, it sounded a little bit. Yeah, there's there's a compliance there somewhere along the way, man. It's I feel like I feel like you might if you can prove to me that they don't have a help center anywhere else. Wait yeah. a minute, I just got that. It I just got that. Cause when I call for certain services, it ain't the people from the country, it's the people from India that answer yeah. the phone. Oh, you're pushing it. You're pushing yeah. it. What are you doing? Yeah, don't 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 bite, don't bite, don't bite. Al do was baiting me. Look at him. You got to be quicker than that. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do about this. I'm, I'm proud of y'all. I'm going to get that with the ITT uh, thing. I get it more, you know, with service. Like, See, look, here it goes. No, 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 no. Waters right now. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out of there. Waters. He, was, he had me. I was on the way in too. That's, I'm telling was, you, he baited me too. Just... Hey, you know what? Maybe that should be one of those baits. You know what I'm saying? That we're selling with the monster bass. You know what I'm saying? That that's the base. Monster bass. What's monster bass? Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Bass. Go get your fishing subscription and, and use the code ACC10. Yeah. I, I don't understand the connection like between fish and guitars. I just can't get it. Uh, oh my gosh. Stop trying to mess this money up. It. See, well, they see. both have strings. The Here we go. And the guitar has strings. Lord, you know where you're gonna need to edit it. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's over now. We just we can get we kiss them. Goodbye. You can use a bass string, probably. No, Monster Bass is awesome. I'm going fishing this weekend. Stop you it. Stop it. Where do you fish like down by the river, or do you go to like one of those? Places? I fish to eat, my brother. I don't fish for fun. Man, I if I want to relax, I watched Uncork Wine and, and crack open a bottle. I don't fish to relax. I fish to eat. So I'm going to hit the pay lake, give them about $20, take about six, eight, ten of their little fish home with me. Wow. Okay. Mm. Okay. Particular type you going after for this meal? Yeah, pay lake steak. They stop with bluegill and um, um, catfish. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you can get that right there on the on the river, man. I'm not eating nothing out of the river. I'm I was going to say. I'm not eating nothing out of McNeely Lake either. First of, first of all, y'all sleep in Louisville. Louisville has the number one water in, in the country. After it's been water. treated. And that river, no, but that river's also de- been, been declared as a, what, in the top three river systems in the U.S. Really? Really? Be out. Do you? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> everything in the Ohio River comes from 
uh, 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 the river that flows through Pittsburgh swings around Cincinnati. I'm I'm good. No, but it, but it gets cleaned up when it gets here. Guess the world is what I'm saying. Okay. I'll, I'll take your word for it. I don't want it. Uh-uh. I've been down to the river. I the was going to say that not want nothing out of also has uh, DuPont and Roman Haas and all that emptying into its That's uh, all it. That's as it goes on through uh, Owensboro and <laughs> that's, that's way down beyond me. A little bit. It's been a good show, y'all. Well, I knew when you used that big fancy word like conundrum. Like man, it's gonna be heavy. Listen, you know, conundrums be out there. You in trouble with somebody? I'm gonna get you. Like, what's it's, my the first, it's the first Wednesday of the month somewhere. No, it's yes out here. They always test that. Yeah, ours is Tuesday at noon. Yeah, all that testing it right now. Yeah, ours is the first Tuesday of the month at noon. Well, we just trying to let the podcast listeners know that there is no tornado touching down. I just want to make sure the podcast listeners knew that we were fine. You can unmute. Um, we on, you know, listen, this weird COVID, bro. They they know noises and strange things are happening. Oh, oh my God. God. Hey, for, for, for all the podcast listeners know, it could have been my uh, dinner bell going off. Time for my lunch or something. I hope they're not that uh, lost in the sauce. I'm saying. Well, this one seems to be going a lot longer than it normally does, though. Oh, Lord. Are you concerned? Is that you concerned? No, I was a little concerned. That's gone. No, you, you're good. Normally, it comes on and just, you know, it's a little blip and it's gone, but that one went No, you, you got you got a shut up or you on a slab or you got a crawl space, what you sitting on? No, I mean, you know, they don't do uh, um, basements and all of Texas. that in Texas. Oh, okay. Not crawl spaces. Yeah, basement, they, they like, you better hit your bathroom on the first floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not fans of that part of it. But I'm just saying. It is what it is. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Mm. Charlotte Kane trying to steal uh, 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 Sam Cook lyrics. What happened? She talking about it, I was born by the river in the uh, chat. <laughs> I was born by the river. Mm-hmm. Let me guess, in a little old tent. Oh, my gosh. Um, do we have any parting statements? Anybody got any final comments they want to make before we dip on out of here? I, I will. I'll make a statement, and it, and it goes back to when y'all were talking about uh, trafficking and prostitution and big business. And, and I'll say this. Parents, stop leaving your babies on these street corners for these school buses to come pick them up. What just happened? I, I have teenagers, high schoolers, uh-huh. and I told those young ladies, y'all familiar with Louisville, you know, you go down 6th Street, you hit York, and then you come up on, uh, what is it, Breckenridge, and then uh, St. Catherine, whatever. I got three stops, bang, bang, bang. I told those young ladies this morning, I was like, I want y'all on the same bus stop. Y'all figured out which one, but I want y'all standing on the same bus stop. Mm-hmm. I don't want y'all standing on these corners it's six twenty-five in the morning. Yeah, good. where you can be picked off. Yeah, and, and and I see them younger than that. I see young elementary school kids out on these bus stops waiting for the bus to come pick them up. Wow. Oh Lord. You know, and, and it's interesting you said that because one of the subjects we do not talk about, and we, and when I say we, I mean even our show is guilty of this, and to me, it's egregious is how many missing teenage girls 
are in America? How many are missing in America? I mean, just every week, 10, 20, 30 girls come up missing. And we don't say anything about it. We don't talk about it. And it's almost, it's almost a daily thing on Facebook. Yeah. Somebody posting about their child missing. You know, it, it, you know, we got when we were when I was young, you had, you know, on the milk cart. If a child was missing or somebody, you see them on the milk cart, you might see a little a blurb on the news. But now you don't hear nothing at all about it. And and it's it's almost as though we've accepted it as the norm. Oh, well, it's just a or it's a consequence of living. When the reality is nothing's gonna change if we don't say anything. Well, I think they went up from children up. Uh, we used to just get on our phones notifications for our children being abducted, and they upped it. At least here in Texas, I think we have a, a that the one law went through because of the one black girl that was abducted, uh, teenage girl that was abducted and killed, and then the governor signed the law. So now it's teenagers are teenage girls, not just girls. But I guess they all are girls. I haven't heard them mention boys unless it means small children. No, uh, boys get sold into prostitution too, man. It's, absolutely. But they, they added them to, right. But they but they've added them to the uh the notification is what I'm saying. But to, to Al's but to Al's point, which I think is a really good one, we have as parents, I know we're busy and I know we got you know, we don't, we, we're trying to make it. Some, a lot of us are just trying to make it. But we can't put that over the priority of doing what's best for our children. Yeah. And if it, it, and it may come with some measure of sacrifice and, and some, you know, it, it might be tough, man, but we got to figure it out or, or, Get with some, like you said, Al, get with some other parent that you feel like you can trust. And even that's hard these days to do. Uh, but you got to do something to protect your kids. You get one shot at this kid thing. Yeah. And, and, and to, to uh, uh, Karen's uh, comment, I found out that I can't legally provide those young ladies with pepper spray. Because if something happens in another incident, I would be Liable. Liable. Well, but even beyond that, I did, I did think about it getting you know, these young ladies small canisters of pepper spray, but I inquired prior before and I was told I cannot. But but I'm gonna say this I don't think that's the answer because the answer can't be they need to be able to defend themselves. No, yeah. we got to come up with a better strategy for them to be picked up in a safe environment. Uh, so that there's no worry about that, and as parents or as the young people, we got to do something. And if we, and I'm sorry if that means you know it'd be nice, man. I say this, and then you know, because you got to trust somebody at some point. But it'd be nice if, if there was some kind of trust that we had, church that we had that was trustworthy that could maybe open their doors in the community in the morning and just let them stand there or something. You know what I mean? Just something that makes sense. When I worked at, at, at the school, we had a little girl that would sleep. She would be sitting outside up next to the door, wrapped in a blanket before we got there. So we, we didn't have to be there to seven. So I, Lord only knows what time her mama dropped her off with blankets and it would be bitter cold. And nobody, you know, custodians ain't even there yet. 
But it's like, yeah. in other words, as long as we got her up to the school, we just set her outside in the cold. There's no shelter. See, I remember when I was growing up, we, uh, um, out to my mom's house, they had a place where the kids were to catch the bus and they built like a wood, like little shelter place for them to, you know, kind of stand inside uh, until, until the bus came. But for to drop your child off, and, and I, they, they had to drop her off at like five, five or something to six to set her outside. And she would be there every morning wrapped up in these blankets. And I'm sitting there going, okay, this, this is, and, and one thing you're saying, somebody call somebody because this right there is putting this child in harm's way. Then you're saying, wait a minute, her mama's probably working two or three jobs and the best she can do is to get her to school and just get her to the building. Uh, at least she gave her blankets and stuff. So, I mean, and you're like, okay, I'm trying not to get in a situation where they'll call CPS and take this child from the parents for dropping this child off here at dawn when nobody else is there just so that this child can be uh, at school on time or at least but, but be. That's what I'm saying, Mama Noah. We got, we, when I say we, I don't mean we in the, that group of parents. I'm saying this is a community problem. And just like Unc said, it's one we're not talking about enough because if, if Al is saying, man, this, I'm going to three different corners and on three different corners, there are three little girls standing on those corners by themselves at six o'clock in the morning. That's not, that's not good. It's York, Breckenridge and St. Catherine. I hit all three of those at on sixth street. That's not good. So I was like, y'all need to be on the same corner. All three of them. If nothing else, just to protect one another. You see, here's the thing. Um, and that's why I said it the way I did. We're not going to remedy any of this stuff without talking about it. We're not going to come to any resolution. Any, we're not going to solve any problems if we don't bring it up. If we don't talk about it, if we don't discuss it. Like we're talking right now, and you're kind of starting to count the remnants of ideas as, as far as how to help. But the reality is, if we keep on glossing, we ain't even glossing over it. We're just looking away. It ain't even, it's like it ain't even a comment. I don't know if that part is true. Huh? I don't know if I'm looking away at it. I didn't know to look at it at all. You see what I'm saying? It's one thing to, it's one thing to, to gloss over it when I saw it. I never, I don't see it. My, I, I, and I'm not bragging, but um, you know this. And, and Al, you know this. Man, my kids have never stood on a bus stop in their life. In their life. They don't know what that is. So, so they don't know that world. And, and I don't see that world. But I should. Now, you're saying to me today, Lloyd, there's a real problem over here. Oh, man, that does sound like a problem. Now I'm aware of it. Now we got to start letting it, you know. Uh, and I'm not just saying us, but I'm saying because you're right, uh, we do we need to talk about these things, but we also need to be made aware that these things even are a problem. And I, I'll be honest with you, I was not aware of that. Well, I, I remember when Azaria was small and we had to be at work early because I was driving in this direction and you was driving it this direction. But the teacher, <clears throat> they would have somebody like a teacher's assistant get there early. And let the children inside, like the, the foyer, they would let them inside there and they would have to sit on the floor and wait till the actual 
building opened up so they could go anywhere else in the building. Well, that's 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 that school. But there are some some schools that are like parents just got to bite the bullet and stay out there until there's got to be something done where we need to know before school opens all these parents that are just like i got to get to work on time and i feel you doll i know how important it is to get to work on time but you know you gotta like when i was a kid my mom used to be like okay y'all go over to miss so-and-so's house y'all sit on the couch put your bikes in her little her little, her little patio or whatever and then when the time comes miss so-and-so will let y'all know and then y'all go further but it all goes back to that needing to have the community needing to have the village needing to have because see we talk about the other day about big mama don't exist no more because you know she's she's nana and 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 gigi and nini and stuff now because she don't want to be called grandma but don't even get me started well, with that. you just you just hit something really important um if you remember about six months ago nothing wrong in that which right when we started the podcast I, I told you guys then, I said, I've been going to my neighbors. I make sure I introduce myself. I make sure they know my son. I go around, you know, take my guitar, whatever I have to do to make them aware of who Samuel is. A big part of that is when when um, when he started going to the school here, because he came, he came out of private school, we were taking him to school, period, every day. We take him and pick him up. But when we went to public school, I would sit at the corner and wait for the bus to come. The bus come, he get on the bus, and then I meet him at the bus when the bus come home. But there was a few times I couldn't get back from Granbury in time to meet him at the bus. So he ended up walking home by himself because basically lived around the corner. But in my mind, I was like, man, you know, I see it all the time. Kid gets off the bus, somebody, whether they know him or don't know, they get in the car with him and you don't hear no more about him. Yeah. And so in my mind, it's like, I'm making sure my neighbors know my son. And that's a community thing because at some point you got to say, you know, I, I've got to invest in my child in a way that that causes them to succeed. I don't want to set them up to fail. I want to set them up to succeed. Well, the Al, only way to do that is to have relationships with your neighbors. Al, let me ask you a question. In that area, are there, are there what are the churches in that immediate route? Where are you talking about? Or are there, I'm sure there is one at least. There, there's several. Uh, I, I, I can't name them. I know. Okay. Here's, here's what I would like you to do. If, if you can think about it tomorrow or whenever you do your route again. Just if you if you can just take a mental picture of a few of the names. And maybe we can get on the phone and have a conversation with some people and say, hey, is there any way you can open your doors to these Young ladies, so they can, so they're not standing there. I know it's a why, because how many days left are we school? Are we talking about at this point? Two months. Well, not even two months. Like honestly, thirteen days. That's what I'm saying. So there's six weeks, but they're only going to attend thirteen days. And that was my point. Unfortunately, in Jefferson County, you would have to contact transportation because uh, Department of Transportation says you live here. This is your bus stop. But I'm saying, in your, is there a way to do it where one of the churches are in that route and it's close enough to the bus stop to where they can stay in there for 
Like it, it, yeah, it, it, it has to be on that route, or transportation would have to uh, make those accommodations. I'm, well, and then it, you got to get permission from the parents to even let these kids to even go into church. I, no, no, I agree with all of that. What I'm saying is, um, we're saying let's figure out a, 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 a temporary viable solution. That includes all the elements that we're talking about. We know we know that this this is not a quick fix situation, but if there's a way to just temporarily say for this year or for the remainder of this year, church A can open to let the kids in the doors at six o'clock. Al gets there at six twenty-five. They can stay to six eighteen or six twenty. Then come out together to the regular bus stop. And then Al picks them up. So they're not on the bus stop. They're only on the bus stop for like two minutes or whatever. Or You know what I mean? I'm just trying to – and, again, we're doing this out loud and in the moment. So I don't know if that solution is perfect. It may not right. be perfect. But I'm saying let's see if we can bring some some clarity to the situation because we're only – like you said, we're only talking about 13 days. So, so for the next 13 days, we solve it. And then after that, we could get into the bigger conversation of how do we keep these kids safe in a, in a, in a better way. Now, I remember my parents, like they used to have to walk from, not my parents, but you know, they used to have to walk from 22nd and Howard. They had to make their way to central high school because that was the only way they could catch a bus to get to J town. So you imagine walking at five in the morning, five 30 in the morning, from 22nd Street to Central High School to catch a bus all the way out to J-Town. So yeah. it's crazy. Now, we were fortunate enough, you know, three buses came to uh, 9th Street Park. And everybody from 550's Village West Beach Terrace caught the bus at that one, you know, spot right there at 9th Street Park. Well, you know, th we live in a different world obviously than we were kids you know man I, I we've talked about this i used to ride my bike from louisville to indiana i literally crossed the KNI bridge on my bike so it was you know that was a different slightly different time or a, a completely different time yeah but i will say this I, al you're on to something but but here's what i i would suggest is maybe prepare like a little letter and what are a couple of the houses that are on the corner? Invite them to be a part of a neighborhood watch for that area at for this time because you know them old people are up, man. Them, them old know. People five, six, seven o'clock in the morning, they looking out the window watching. And you, you listen. I one thing I found to be true: you don't have an ally like them old people. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. I just don't think that's a viable short-term solution. Like I it, think it's. But I think it's a long-term solution. Because right, and it, it could very well be a long-term solution, absolutely. Matter of fact, I like that as a long-term solution because that's all we're talking about. We just need somebody to look at me, look to be sitting on a yeah, so porch and, and can, you know, be like, we no, if they see somebody drop, get away from them kids, get away from them babies. You know, right. something well, like that. Another thing yeah. is, is we, know, we know that criminal activity is discouraged greatly by a witness. Exactly. So if you know that, if you're a criminal and you're riding down the street, you see some kid you think is prime for the picking, but you look up and you realize three or four windows are open 
and they all see your car. They all see this kid. They all can get your license plate. That discourages a lot of that big time. Yeah. So to me, it's 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 the, again. That's why I have I've taken the diligence I have with my neighbors. Now again, I got some neighbors that you know, man, whatever. Yeah. You know, but but by and large, I try to know enough of them to where they know my son. When anything pops off, they know where we live. They know where he lives. You know what I'm saying? And and I've got some type of ally. And to me, that's what what, what you know. It takes. Unfortunately, it became cliche, but it's true. It does take a village to raise these kids, man, because the parents are off working. They're off doing other things. That's right. That's what, and that's what we're missing. We're missing the neighborhood block watch. That used to be a thing. I used to be a part of that when I was a little kid. They would tell me, if you see anything that looks out of the ordinary, they let you know which adults on the street who you need to go tell so that they could, you know, take the necessary action. I, I liked being a part of the, the organization. But, you know, uh, it, it, we need that type of, village mentality if you will to uh but see we we've gotten so far away from that where it's just me my four and no more that you know or me and my house over here this is my stuff that i mean i'll be honest with you if i if if that woman hadn't been hit across the street where lloyd intervened and stuff uh, uh, where we live at i wouldn't know who she is i don't know who my neighbor is to the left to the right and i didn't know the one across the street until the situation arrived. Asian couple down there, we love them. They yeah, the but lady. I mean, if he hadn't smelled your barbecue uh, uh, and came over here asking for the recipe, we wouldn't know nothing. We don't know their names. I don't know their names. And, and, and maybe this school choice uh, thing that they're litigating will remedy all that. Uh, you know, but unfortunately, because of busing, you know, that's why these kids, I don't know if that's the question. Uh, uh, Lil was asking about why they are out so early. And they're out so early because school starts at seven forty-five. Yeah, uh, and it early. takes and it takes about thirty forty-five minutes to get to J Town from downtown Louisville. So yeah, it, it's and, and it, you got to pick up. You know, you got I got five six. I got ten stops. Uh, some in the east end of downtown. Some in the you know they call it the west end, but it's actually California neighborhood. Right. I got five stops there as well, and then I got to take all them kids out to Jefferson Town. So yeah, and 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 it is a door to door thing. What I mean by that is we need to look at it and consider all aspects, and everybody has to be in that conversation, uh, yeah. from the parents to yeah. the educators, and then back home. Because and, and, and not is, just the parents and the educators, but I think our. Uh, 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 our police need to be involved to have that conversation. Yeah. Hey, you know, these abductions are real. And that's why Here, here's, here's the numbers. Here's the numbers in your city. Here's the numbers in Jefferson County of kids being abducted. So everybody needs to be a part of that conversation. So, yeah. And, and, and so it's, it's not about being not understanding or not, or trying to put the burden on one group or not on another group. That's, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, and I don't I'm not sure that should even be a part of the conversation. The conversation is how do we keep these kids safe from door to door and back mm-hmm. and, and, and make it right for everybody. You know what I mean? And so we, and we do that. Then I think we got something 
really special <laughs> happening. But this does need a temporary solution. And that's why I offered what I did, because I'm saying maybe there's a temporary thing that's going to get us through the 13 days. And then we know that's not the long-term solution by any right. kind of measure of, of any of this. But it at least helps those kids in the immediate. And then we can get to the bigger solution uh going forward. Yeah, that was my biggest fear, and that's why I brought it up. Is I'm glad you brought I, it up. I can't I, I was not I, I can't I can't do anything until they get on my bus, and I can't do anything once they get off my bus. Right. And, and it bothers me the, the the risk uh that they have to endure before I get there and the risk they have to endure once I drop them off. Right. You know, we only have the PTA, you know. Uh, they be talking about all this other stuff, and 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 I'm thinking, okay, what about you know? We got the like here, we got Passar, which is after school care, but you got to pay for that, and a lot of times, man, it ends up being very expensive. Yeah, and see, once again, it goes back to what we talked about the other day. Big Mama is missing. She used to be one that was either able to walk over to the school. Get little Larry. Big Mama's responsibility, though. I don't want to put that all on her. No, that I'm saying to, to, that's a part of the village, is what I'm saying. I agree, but 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 see, we absolve other people in the village from the responsibility if we just put it on one person. If, even if we just say, "Well, it's the parents; they got to figure it out." No, you don't have a job if I don't send my kid to your school. Well, that's no. true. We're just together. Yeah. So yeah, I know. Listen. I'm not going to hold uh, any teacher up that's listening, but I was a teacher for many, 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 many years. And those kids were my, I looked at those kids as my responsibility. When they're in that building, they are my responsibility. I may, not like, I may not like that the parent or whatever situation has happened that the parent, that the kid is there long after she should have been there or he should have been there, but that ain't got nothing to do with the fact of keeping that kid safe. I was going to say now, I had my group of 30 that I had many situations and circumstances with when school was let out, somebody had to, and I, I fell out with a lot of different parents because I was like, some person has to come get this child. But, but, the other about side that is, but the other side of that is, I don't know what that parent is dealing with. But then I would, I, but see then the communication, you got to tell me what's going on. You can't just no, let, the same thing. expect me to let, and I was like, that because little girls and stuff be little bitty. Talking about, she can go ahead and walk herself home. Wait, wait just a minute. But that's what I'm saying. If she, if the only way she's going to know that that's a viable option is if we have that conversation. And a lot of times we're not having that conversation. So the the, the teacher's mad because, well, how long I got to sit here? Well, you got to sit there until somebody comes. Or we got to figure out a path. That makes yeah. sense from door to door. We do have to make That's one because okay. it, the school where I was at, we're in a neighborhood where a lot of the kids live close to the school. So parents feel like she can walk over there. I'm telling you, I don't know the situation with Albies, the, the kids over there, but I'm sure it was like my mama who worked at a factory that was like, well, if it's three of y'all, then the three of y'all stay together. Don't let nobody separate you and y'all should be all right until that bus get there. But okay, but you, you're not, you still not catch what I'm saying. That may be okay. If those are three middle school kids that are of age and responsibility, that might be okay. Like Alice said, the three of y'all need to get together on this corner and at least y'all got each other so that you can keep each other safe. Now, that may be a viable solution. I don't know. 
But we but the discussion is broader than that. We so we're saying I'm saying it, we need to look at the whole picture and and evaluate it and see it all the way across the spectrum. And Lil, I get what you're saying. Get, giving up your time, I get it. And that's a conversation you need y'all need to have with the board because that that to me that's just a part of the conversation. Because the other side of it is if you don't keep that kid safe. Do we dock your pay? Mm. Yeah. So now you see what I'm saying? So it's it's bigger than that. It's it's a it's 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 sitting down and saying from a real place, how do we do it from door to door to door? Get you out of that building, get you to the building, get you back home safe. And that's on every level, bus, walk, whatever, car, whatever. To me, this is a conversation that has never taken place. So that's why I'm saying we need to talk about it because to me, this would remedy a lot of these other situations because they wouldn't have a chance to fall through the cracks like they do. They wouldn't have a chance to be picked off the way they are. Right. You know, all kids don't come from multiple families with, with multiple children. My, my son's an only child. You know what I'm saying? So I got to do everything I can to make sure he leaves here safely, gets home safely. And so it's it's a it's a difference. And then when he was going out to the bus stop, a lot of times he'd be out there completely by himself. So now I ain't gonna leave. But again, that means you know I have to sacrifice something on the other end. You know I ain't gonna be at work on time. I ain't gonna be at this meeting on time. Whatever. If the bus runs late, I'm really shot. But the but to me the point is by getting to know. Uh uh uh. Well, they're not there. Mr. Graham them used to be on the corner right there. They moved, and then his best friend was also on the corner of the bus stop. They moved. But 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 for a season, I knew them too. And I knew they were looking out the window because their child's coming out. Mm-hmm. But once they stopped coming out, all that changed. So to me, it's a, it's a, it's a conversation about community. Yeah, exactly. The reality is we need each other. The teachers, we, we, we need the teachers to be involved. But guess what? Teachers have children too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> Yeah, I understand Lil's point about, you know, these kids, these teachers got kids that they got to get on to and it's a never ending cycle. But that's why the conversation is so necessary. And by the way, I understand there are plenty of excuses why these kids are late, this and the other. But that don't mean excuses ain't valid. Right. I was going to say we had some kids that was hiding out in the school because, you know, of the circumstances at home. And that's why we were saying at the beginning of uh, of when we started this show is that um, we pa- people and parents are finding out how vital the school is in the situation because kids were depending on school to eat breakfast, eat lunch, to have a place to stay, uh, 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 to keep them until mom and them got off work, and, and, and dealing with all kinds of community issues more so than education. They have nothing to do with education. But, they, I mean, but then teachers end up being the, you know, what your life is but it does have something to do with education. Because if I'm hungry, I'm not trying to take no test. And see, y'all, y'all got yeah. it bad in, in Texas. You know, if, if I live in Plano, y'all got a North Plano, right? Yeah. More or less, yeah. What y'all call it? East and West Plano? We say East and West, but Texas. So if I live in East Plano, yeah. Dallas-Fort Worth extends to what going West? 
We mean Dallas forwards. This this it sends way. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. But all that's Dallas Fort Worth, right? Right. So if I live in East Plano, but I work in in in, in Fort Worth or McKinley or or Allen, yeah. What time do I have to get my child to school? Yeah. No. Right. Listen, that's real talk. Because because how long is it going to take me to drive to work? Well, let me just tell you right now, nowhere in Dallas-Fort Worth is it going to take you less than 25 to 30 minutes to drive to. Yeah, you ain't, and you ain't walking to nothing. Yeah, minimum you're doing 30 minutes off top. So just start with that and then work your way up. And most of the time, most people's commute is a minimum of 45 minutes to an hour. Even in the city, even if it's in the city you're in. Like my daughter's school was uh not far from our house but to get to her school and then back to work that's 30 minutes and i'm it's just around it's just what it is man there's no way around it there's just no way around it but anyway well they had no busing for her school right and there was no busing for that that's the other part some because some suburban or suburban areas they don't do busing because it's not worth it so Man, this was God. This was not the conundrum that we were planning, but it is the conundrum that we needed to discuss. But this needs to be a show. On this needs to be a show. Yeah, I, know, I maybe, maybe even bring in some 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 real deal educators and some real deal people that deal with this from a from a governmental standpoint to unpack some of this stuff because there's got to be remedies, man. Well, I want I want in this immediate for those these little girls are they all girls out. Uh, and for those little girls, I want to see if we can come up with a, some kind of solution for them now. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna investigate that now and see. So we'll keep noisemakers. We'll keep you posted on what we can do for that situation right now, because they they should not have to stand on those corners dangerously like that. And 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 that is not, you know, that's not good. That's not good at all. Um, Man, this was good, man. Yeah, we need to be praying for that situation because, like I said, a lot of times people won't ask for help because they know, uh, like Lillian said, somebody calls Child Protective Services saying you put these children in harm's way and you end up losing your kids. Yeah. I will say this. Al, thank you for your heart, bro. Yeah. Because so many people just look away. Bus drivers, doesn't matter who it is. This it ain't my problem. You know, I'm doing my job. And that's it. That's what that. That's all it is. But at least you have enough of a heart to not only speak on it, but try to find a remedy for it. So bless yeah, that's, you. That's big time, bro. Obviously, we want to do everything we can to help you resolve this. And maybe, maybe, who knows? Maybe by your example, we'll get the ball rolling. Somebody else will see it and go, you know what? I can do that. And somebody else will say, I can do that. Isn't that how great ideas expand anyway? Well, and we we got some good friends too that might be able to help us in some of this as well. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see what we can get done here with this. This is I'm glad you brought this to the table. I, this is not a problem that I was aware of. I'll be honest with you. Um, at least not the standing by yourself part of it. I mean, obviously, I know kids stay on the bus stop to catch a bus, but I didn't realize there was that many standing on a bus stop by themselves in the early morning like that. That is. But that's, that's not that's normal. Well, that's, I'm saying even over where I was at, the kid I'd had elementary school kids, and then one time you dropped me off of work and you was like, Where's that little bitty child going at this time of morning by herself? 
But that's my point. Because they felt comfortable in the neighborhood that that they felt safety thinking that they're in the neighborhood and that they're walking from their house to the school and that they should be safe enough to do so. But that's my point. We, we We don't want this to be normal. We've normalized things that are not normal. Like that should not be normal. No kid should have to feel like I'm I'm good. And that and and yeah, we we grew up in a time where we could do that and some of us did walk to school. I walked to school. Yeah. But but we don't live in those times anymore. No. Let's just be honest. We just don't live in those times anymore. And so we've got to help come up with some solutions. So um man, this was a good show. This was a good conversation. Uh we will get back to the noisemakers on what we have found out and how we feel like we can help. Uh hopefully we can help with this. Uh but we will definitely get back with you guys on uh, some solutions and what we can do. So uh, with that being said, we're going to let you go. We went way over the day, but it was necessary uh, to have this great conversation we just had. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday. It is hope day. So y'all almost there. Um, tomorrow, uh, I'm calling Unc out on some stuff. Okay. I'm calling Unc out on some stuff. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. Nothing bad. Go for it, buddy. Just fun stuff. You go for it. Just fun stuff. But we're gonna have some fun. And 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 I think you guys are gonna have some fun with us too. So uh talking noise, we love each and every one of you. We have to speak. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.